Hey, it's your boy DM3. You're listening to Not Your Average Podcast on 716, hosted by T and Mike, exclusively on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. This is Not Your Average Podcast in the 716. What is up, y'all? Episode 177. It's called One of One. And we are on the Building Buffalo Network. Go over there, check out some amazing content over there. That comes out Monday through Sunday. We have a lot going on. It's the upcoming season. We're in training camp now. So let's just get into it. Um, it's just me today. Mike is not here. Mike is moving. So, and at, towards the end of the show, I'm going to explain to you guys what's going on with the pod. Yeah, what are we doing? What's um, what's what's um, our upcoming season, our upcoming episodes, and how we're going to be um, actually giving you the content. So, you know, strap in, stay tuned. It's going to be a rock. So, it's training camp part two and I went to training camp yep I headed down the training camp with my friend we went down to Ratcha and we seen the guys like it was great to be quite honest with you um I go to training camp I try to make training camp every season that it's available to us as fans we didn't go the last two seasons because of COVID of course but me and my friend went down there and I normally take we normally go or I go by myself. The first time I went, I went by myself, but it was nice. You know, those mafia was there, but you know, past few times I've gone with my friend. So we definitely enjoyed ourselves and it was a great time. Um, a lot, a lot of you guys out there, a lot of Bill's mafia out there didn't, you know, I don't know if you guys know, I, I got anxiety. So the first thing I, to myself, how are we going to get on these buses? Because, you know, the bus take you over if you have never been to the college, to the university, not the college. It is now St. Fincher's University, not college. But anyway, so we lucked out. Guy was like, hey, you can park here. Okay. I don't even have to, we don't even have to take the bus over. We could just walk over, which was great. Didn't have to really stand in a line. The lines were not, you know, too intense. So we get in there. Immediately I noticed everything is freaking changed from the last few times I've been. Because normally you walk inside, you look like there's a there's set up to get, you know, Bill's gear, whatever. This time they had them, you know, uh, um, set up uh, to take them around. Like you could take them wherever you want. Before there was like a little mini store. And you can take a picture with whatever background. That wasn't there. I wanted my picture. Like, I wanted my picture. So, anyway, a few things, you know, changed up. But it to say the least, it was definitely um, exciting um, to be back. And I seen Josh Allen's girlfriend, actually. So, I tell my friend, I was like, um, there's Josh Allen's girlfriend. She had to go ask her for a picture. She was like, no. I was like, okay. I was disappointed in that. But I get it. You know what I'm saying? She's there to enjoy and 
yeah <laughs> so um we took some pictures and i hope you guys seen them i uh was right there next to our our rookie mr james cook was exciting to see him as well but yeah let me get let's let's get into um what happened since last time i, I wasn't here I, I didn't tape well i taped i'm sorry i taped last week but a lot has gone on in training camp you know and i always i'm always like should i do something every two days should i drop some content to let you guys know what's going on and i figure there's a lot of you know beat writers down there and you can see what's going on on a daily i'm just going to try to wrap it up because so maybe some of my listeners you know isn't following the buffalo bills like i am and um you guys are so i'm just going to give like a little wrap up of what's really going on with the <clears throat> with the bills so first thing i noticed right sean mcdermott is wearing sunglasses like in interviews like i know he's you know known for his acts whatever but he's wearing sunglasses i'm not mad all right he looks a little gq gq out there so i'm not mad but when i was there i did not see the micah hyde injury but he's okay he's doing okay he didn't dress for the first padded prep added practice but um he was back a few days later and just recently, Joe Employer had a um, hyperextended elbow. Um, not expected to play for a few weeks, which is all right, which is okay. Today he had on a, um, a arm brace, which he is, I guess, I'm thinking he might just play with that. Because someone said, um, I was listening to some other, some other content, or reading actually some other some articles and they said that once you hyperextend it your elbow you might um do it again so i'm thinking that he might just wear this arm brace for, for the season they're saying that he's going to be ready for week one with the rams and i'm hoping he is i mean we don't need anybody else out so hopefully you know he's ready and um, ready to participate in that first game I, I don't know if you guys, excuse me, seen any of the, the video of, of, of Poyer uh, walking away, walking off the field. I don't want to say that he had something else going on, but he looked a little dizzy as well. So, and you hate to see any of your guys get hurt. Um, but to see that Poyer and Hyde is not is not in there, you know, it, 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 it makes you a little nervous but it's still training camp but it's all good because this is the time we get to take a look at you know our other guys um Demar Hamlin and um some other of our guys that's back there and I'm not you know what I, I'm I'm okay with that because they they don't get a chance to be out there right they don't get a chance to take any reps and the more reps they get the better for our team so I'm not mad at um Demar getting some reps in and they said he looks he looks good so we're we're, we're we're no we're excited about that so let's talk about our rookies and um who's doing what and who's not doing what they're supposed to be doing so first off our rookie does not want to be called a rookie and who do you think that is he hasn't even and i'm high on this guy 
I'm really high on this guy, but you haven't paid your dues and you don't want to be called a rookie. High year. Chill. Okay? Chill. You're going to have to be called a rookie until the vets say you're no longer a rookie. I guess he just wants to be called Kair. But guess what, rookie? <laughs> no disrespect. You're going to have to learn, you're gonna have to earn that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to earn that. You haven't paid your dues in the NFL yet. You might have played, paid your dues as a football player, but the NFL is a totally different beast. And, you know, they're going to let you know. And, and Steph is letting you know in camp right now. Because you guys are going toe-to-toe. They're going toe-to-toe um, in this camp. And I think it's going to benefit him towards the end of the... Um, it's going to benefit him. You know, he's going to learn how to not over-pursue or do things that... Different mechanics that he needs to learn. He's also going up against Gabe Davis as well. So... All of this, all of this stacking is just going to make him a better player. They stated that he was, um, he's, a, he's handsy, you know what I'm saying? And, and being handsy in the NFL is definitely going to give you some, some, some flags. So he's going to learn to clean that up. And he will. I mean, you know, you've got the right coaches back there. And you can see, if you haven't seen some tapes or seen some video, that um, Gabe Davis... Not Gabe Davis, I'm sorry. Stephon Diggs is, um, you know, when practice is over, he's out there with him and, you know, showing him what he needs to be doing and what position he needs to be at in order to have the best position on the field, you know what I'm saying? So, which is great because you want to see that in leadership, right? You want to see your captains, which they haven't done captains this year. He was a captain last year. You want to see your captains take those rookies under their wing and show them listen, this is what you should be doing. This is what um, they may call you on, or whatever the case may be, after practice. You love to see that after practice. They're still trying to um, get that knowledge and, 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 and observe that uh, that knowledge. So that's, that's, that's awesome to see. Um, so going into camp, the things that the Buffalo Bills were doing when they first started was red zone and third couple of few um, camps that started out, they were doing that. And I'm good. I'm happy to see that, actually. I'm glad to hear that. I'm happy to see that, that they're getting in there and they're starting, like, quick. Like, this is a this is a Super Bowl caliber team. We don't need to be messing around. Brandon Bean said that wins and losses are made there. And that's, that's true, Right? Let's get it right. Let's get it started. Let's get where, where the meat and the potatoes is. It's the red zone and the and third downs. You know, this the Buffalo Bills aren't a team that's rebuilding. This is a Super Bowl contending team. So we got to get out there and we got to start fast. So, you know, you got to get at it. And I, I love it. I love to see that, you know, the difference from the team of last year to this team you know, your Super Bowl calendar, caliber, your your um, your mind has to switch. You know what I'm saying? You you are now, and I don't know if they read the stuff out there in social media, but you have got to know that you are a Super Bowl caliber team. So now it's just go time. It's no longer, well, you know, we're one of the one of the ones. We're you know, in a bunch of them, all these other teams. No, 
you guys have a Super Bowl caliber team, these players on this team is fit for the next level. And the next level is the Super Bowl. Excuse me. I don't know if Dawson Knox meant to say this in press or not, but he said that they were lining up like a 13 personnel tight end, which is great for us to see. And as so many of us know, they were saying that um, in some, you know, some some content creators were saying stuff like that. So it's good to, that, you know, he dropped that gem. I don't know if he was supposed to drop the gem, but he did. He did. So let's move on to some positions at camp, specifically some cornerback positions. Cam Lewis and Nick McLeod. So these guys are impressive coaches. They're they're definitely getting um, their hands on some plays. They're breaking some balls up, which is always good. When you um, don't have Trey in there, you got your rookie in there, you got Dane Jackson in there. And we don't really speak too much about Dane Jackson. We've seen a video today that kind of got beat by Steph Diggs, but who's not going to get beat by Steph Diggs, right? I mean, it didn't look good, but who's not going to be by the best route runner, I think, in the NFL? He's one of the ones. He ain't playing. So it's always good to see that that um, McLeod and Cam is getting some reps in and the coaches are impressed by by them getting hands on the ball and breaking up some passes. So that's always good. Extra looks at look extra looks from coaches is always great because you, you don't get it when you have your 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 top corners in there. All right, let's move on to our O line. Let me take a pause. Because our whole line, even from last year, and I know it's a new year, y'all, but even from last year, our O line was the one that kept us up at night, maybe gave us some gray hairs, maybe had gave an ulcer, made it maybe made him drink some more beers, maybe we took a shot. That was the O line, right? So our O, so our O line hasn't been great. We apparently can't get everybody lined up once again. Let's start with Spencer Brown. Now, in the beginning of the practice, at the beginning of the week, first week, he didn't practice. It finally came out that he had back surgery. Finally seen in pads. Um, no, I'm sorry. He wasn't seen in pads for a while. Today's update, he's working on the side. So he's finally out there. Finally getting some, I don't want to say reps in, but finally getting some work in. A little bit of work, which is great. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's hard to evaluate your O-line when your stars are in the lineup, right? So you also got um, Saffold finally he's out there he wasn't working but now he's he doesn't have any pads on he's working to the side he looks the video that I seen yesterday he was running and I mean when you have your ribs cracked or whatever it's gonna be hard for you to run sweep 
all of that. So if you see this guy running and he had cracked ribs, I am, that for me is definitely a positive. So I'm going to take that as a, a definite win. Uh, but it's good to see and good to, um, good to hear that he is finally putting in some work. I don't know about, am I concerned? Yeah, a little bit. Um, our first preseason game is in what? Two weeks, I want to say. I think it's two weeks. So I am concerned. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm concerned. Is the coach's concerned? It hasn't come, it hasn't come out if they're concerned or not. But as a, as a, as a fan, you know, you want to see your O-line get those reps in. You want to see those O-line, you know, gelling together, getting a, getting a rhythm in together. The only constant O-line that's been there is our boy Mitch Morse. Mitch Moore, old faithful. He's old faithful, I tell you. Everybody last year, you know, Mitch Morse, Mitch Morse was the only one on the O-line that was constant. He had everybody aside on his, each side of him was somebody new somebody rotated in like so from Spencer Brown to Rick Bates to um Deion Dawkins to who else was over there I cannot remember who was on the other side oh my god having a brain fart but whatever it was a lot of rotation and we don't need a lot of rotation. We have a new offensive line coach. And we need those guys to get those reps. You know what I mean? So, yeah, just just my opinion. Just my opinion. Um, I just want to see a lineup that's healthy. And healthy enough to practice. When you see um, Bobby Hart and Cody Ford out there, it makes me a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I get a little nervous when I see Bobby Hart and Cody Ford in the offensive lineup blocking for Josh Allen, our million-dollar quarterback. And I know, guys, I know. I know it's training camp. I understand. I get it. Tiffany, calm down. I know. I'm going to calm down as soon as I understand who's our offensive line starters. I will calm down. So, but for right now, I'm a little fragile, okay? I'm, 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 I'm frantic. Let me be that, just for a minute. I'll move on. But update from um, Rick Bates, he's back today. So that's great news and good to hear. Uh, moving on to another rookie. Let's talk about our other rookie, James Cook. I like this kid. And then when I say kid, no disrespect at all. I'm just older than you are. Um, <laughs> everybody says that he's a smooth runner and he gets to the next level very quick. Love to hear that. Love to hear the speed of this guy. It stated that the speed that the Buffalo, this speed that he has, the Buffalo Bills hasn't seen, and it's something that they've been missing. Everybody that I've spoke to about the Buffalo Bills and us being kind of a overall one of the best teams in the NFL. The one thing that they always talk about 
is our running back. Our running back. You guys can only just get a running back. You'll have a complete team. You guys just get a running back that could stop Josh from running so much. You'll be a complete team. If you guys just had that piece, that piece would be a running back. If you guys had it, you'll be a complete team. Now, I'm not saying James Cook is, you know, that guy, Mr. Beall. I'm saying that we haven't had a running back maybe like James Cook in a minute. And no slap to Devin Singletary. Because I, I, that's my dude. I think Devin is going to surprise a lot of people this year. Like towards the end of the season, I've always said this. He was coming into his own. That O-line of ours was coming into his own as well. So the combination of those two together, just imagine. Just imagine. So for Sean came out today. Sean McDermott came out today and said that Cook has opened some um, some coaches' eyes in his run game and his passing game. Love to hear that. Love to hear that these coaches are looking at him out of the passing field, out of the backfield, as a wide receiver, right? Different positions he could he can line up in. Another another weapon for Josh. Always loving to hear that. Absolutely love to hear that. So, I, I guys, I think we got it. I think I think our, our running back room will impress some people this year and I can't wait to see it myself another rookie that is shocking the shock ways of the Buffalo Bills training camp you guessed it y'all Shakira getting off to a good start every beat writer has nothing but great things to say about this guy he's making plays he's taking advantage of the of the opportunities that's coming his way He's, he's standing out. You know what I'm saying? When you get those opportunities, you got to take advantage of those opportunities and you have to make plays because you never know when it's going to happen again. So when that opportunity is happening, you got to take advantage of it. And the reason why opportunities are being ha- is happening because Crowder is not in the lineup. So it, 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 it's, you're, you're moving things around. You're moving pieces around so that this is bringing up Isaiah McKenzie. He's having a camp too, having a great camp as well. They stated that his route running has improved. Crowder's being missed, so McKenzie's being plucked at. So he's stepping up. And you know, McKenzie has been there with Josh since his rookie season. So he knows the playbook. So he knows, you know, what Josh likes. It's just now, like, like um, Sean McDermott said, the biggest adjustment for McKenzie is to step into a full-time role. And now you are going to be a game. You have to game plan for him. So he's going to step into a full-time role. Woo-hoo! Full-time role for this team. And, and people are going to have to game plan for him. Just think back at that New England game. And I understand it. It was one game. I get it, y'all. One game. I totally understand it. You know, McKenzie was that gadget player, right? He would do, you know, these these um, jet sweeps. We understand it. But now I think there's a bigger role for McKenzie. I think now the Buffalo Bills 
are seeing now that that Crowder, Jamison Crowder is not there. They're like, all right, did we really need to go get Jamison? McKenzie is stepping up. So I'm not, I'm excited for him. I, I'm really excited for him. I'm definitely excited for McKenzie. Keep, keep up the great work, dude. Show everybody that, you know, you're a baller for sure. So, you know, when you always have some ups, you got some downs, right? You got some downs. And I'm not saying it's a down. It's more like a disappointment. Disappointed in O.J. Howard. He's not standing out. I had high expectations for O.J. And I know it's still early, but it's not, right? You got to show up. You're battling with Sweeney. And, and everybody says Sweeney has his limitations, and the Bills know it. Because if they, if Sweeney was the dude, I don't think they would have brought in O.J. Howard. Right? So Sweeney's limited. And they say that O.J. Howard is just, he's a freak athlete. I, I Words I hear is stiff from beat writers. You know, he's, he's a freak of an athlete, but he's just... Yeah, he's it's not impressed with his route running or anything like that. So, I, my ears to the ground when it comes to OJ Howard. I just can't say OJ. I just have to, you know, take it in whatever bad or good they have to say about him. Because I that that was one of mine going into this season, going into this um, training camp. I was excited to, to hear and see what was going on with OJ. And yeah, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. So we're going to talk about some things now that as fans of other clubs are like, are the Buffalo Bills crumbling before our eyes? Are they not handling the pressure? What is going on? I think they are falling apart. I think they are. I think the Buffalo Bills are falling apart. This is what I have to tell you about us falling apart. We're not. Save it. <laughs> Listen, camps get testy. We're going into two weeks. Everything's revved up. Revved up. Bring it to... It's like a freaking volcano, okay? My feelings, listen, these are my thoughts about it. The guys are battling. It's a competition, you know? It's a competition. That's how I feel about it. Strictly competition. I don't think it's no love loss out there. People, listen, these, these players are playing for positions, you know what I mean? That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I mean, we're fighting. Other teams are fighting. The Giants had a whole brawl. It's camp, y'all. It's camp fights. I wouldn't take a series. Jordan Poyer and Josh were out. Were seen out there in a few days ago, horse playing around. Nothing to see here. So no, we're not cracking under pressure. Everything's cool. Even today, Russo and Diggs got into it. You know what I mean? No worry, nothing to see here. Everything's good. 
Rousseau, I guess, slapped the ball out of um, Dick's hand. He didn't like it. They had the um, the chain at Oliver. So, yeah. Nothing to see here. Things get testy. I'm not going to lie to you. I love to see it. I love to see the fire. So, other t- uh, you know what's so funny? Is that Josh and um, Jordan Phillips got into it. The next day, it was, I want to say it was either, either it was the, the Saint within that hour, it was the Giants, it was, I want to get them wrong, because it was just going back to back. People fighting that camp. Um, New Orleans, the dude in New Orleans, got he fought three times in that day. They send him home. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> so, it's all good. It is all good. It's all good. But I tell you what the Bills did do after that fight. They're like, you know what? We're going to take a pause. So, yesterday, the Bills took a pause from practice. And it was just a walkthrough. It's a walkthrough. Let's just get... Let's just talk about it. Or let's just... Because of either injuries or people's, you know, feelings getting the best of them, for lack of a better word. Let's do a walk. After Jordan, after, um, I think with Jordan Poyer, I was just like, okay, can we wrap everybody in some bubble wrap? Because I don't want to hear another person get injured. And then, um... Stevenson, nope. Yep. His foot, so he's out for maybe three weeks. That I that I've last seen before I came on here. So yeah, they're back at it today though. And Friday practice is the red and blue. It's gonna be at the stadium. So I hope to see you there, all of you there. Like I said, this is Thursday and this drops on Friday. I mean on Saturday. So if you're listening to this, you've already seen me. You've already seen me. So salute to you. Good to see you. All right. Um, so yeah, they said that they were gonna play uh, less scripted plays and just just play. Just play. Hopefully it's not nothing for anybody to like let, let Josh play a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna be tackling. So the people come to see Josh. So, you know, give the people what they want the people that won't. <laughs> so let's go around the league. And I'm letting you know right now, around the league is a little, 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 little testy. So first thing that came up was the Deshaun Watson six-game suspension. Uh, I don't know. It was found out that he did something, but it wasn't a, a violation or violent enough, right? That's what they said. Non-violent. The word, keyword is violent that they're using. Here's my word. How do you know somebody else's situation? Like somebody else's, what is violent, not violent to them? I, I, I don't get this. 
the NFL, the bottom line to me is this. The NFL and the way they sometimes treat their female viewers is ridiculous. You do know that females watch the game. Maybe 40-something percent of us watch. And we love to watch. So I'm not really going to get into too much of it because it's everybody's personal opinions. And mine is this. I'm just happy it's not on my team. Sorry. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. And it's tough for me because I love this game. And in the NFL... And I said this in spaces yesterday that if I was a Browns fan, a female Browns fan, it would be hard for me to watch a game. And this is my quarterback. It would be. I would probably have to just watch football and not be a fan of the team. And I totally forgot. Um, is it Connellius? As maybe pronounce it. Bryce is either the owner or the GM. I should have checked. I should have looked that up before I got on here, and I didn't. And I'm, I'm lazy right now. So the NFL did appeal. So we'll see. We'll see what's 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 this decision. He got six games right now. Some people are asking him not to play at all this year some people are saying that the NFL doesn't want him to play week 12 which against is against Houston it's a whole mess it's a whole mess let's continue with some more mess though <laughs> but uh, before we continue on to the the mess let's get back to go backwards so the Brown attempted to trade um, for Rose, Russell Wilson Wilson and they would get Russell, but Russell said, "Hell no, I'm not coming to. I'm not going to play with the Browns." The Browns wanted to trade for Russell. Russell said, and I've said this again, "Hell no, I'm not playing for the for the Browns." So yeah, he didn't want to play. So that's what's that's what's going on with the Browns, man. The organization, a lot of people say it's trash. I won't say that. I'll just say that. You guys' moral sometimes is kind of screwy for me, and I'll just keep it at that. Another thing that happened that was just crazy to me is... The Dolphins lost their first round and thir- first round selection in the 2023 NFL draft and their third round selection in the 2024 draft their owner is suspended until October 17 and has to pay a fine I forgot what the fine was I think it's like one point something ch- change 
pennies for him. So yeah. They were found tampering. And I think we all knew that they were tampering. It was just a matter of time before somebody said, hey, yo, Roger, go, go take a look at that over there. So I don't know if they did this whole, I see what you did with Sean, but take a look at this over here. Look what Miami's doing. Don't look at the Sean. Look at Miami. Don't look over there. Look at Miami. Not the Sean. Miami. But guess what? We can multitask. And I've seen both. And both of them look like shit. <laughs> Just saying. But I don't know if Brady's going to get anything going on with him because he also was involved. So it's a lot. But not even that. I want to say Miami tried to get Brady when he was in New England as well. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. This Can football hurry up? this is a mess man this is a mess just came out that this is some just some better news brighter news uplifting news right taylor um brooks joined amazon as thursday night's featured reporter female awesome more females in the business this is what we need. We need uplifting of females in the NFL. Beautiful. I love this. I've seen this. I said I have to tell the tell the listeners about this on my pod. Another thing that's going on with the pod. Since we're talking about the pod, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So it's just me today. And as you know, or maybe you don't know. We're changing it up a bit. Mike has moved to another country. I'm just kidding. Mike has moved <laughs> to another state. And we're going to be doing it now via video, which I do not like. Because I like live and face-to-face. I feel that we bounce off each other more that way. But, you know, he's going to come back. He stayed it once a month. And we're going to try to, you know, do a pod at least once a month, once a month live. So that's what's going on in the pod. We're still going to drop on Thursdays. Still going to do, um, drop the pod on Saturdays. So hopefully nothing's changed there. And if it does, I'll definitely give you a heads up if there's going to be a live pod or not. But it's always going to be a pod dropping on Saturday, regardless of what happens, unless something happens with me. There's going to be a pod that happens on Saturday. And also coming back. I know you wanted it. The You Got It Awards are coming back. For the second season, we are going to have You Got It. And you know what that is. It's an award to the player that did some outstanding shit. (laughs) But it's called the You Got It award so that's coming back as well so that's it y'all that is it that is the show i appreciate you guys for tuning in like i said before (sighs) i love doing this i do and i love for you to listen and i love when i don't know who listens and then they tell me they do and it's just you listen to my show this is what's all that's what's up 
we appreciate it and like i always say this is not your average podcast i am t mike is not here what is okay i'm always going to give you something uh, we are on the building buffalo network go over there check out some amazing content like and subscribe to the youtube channel to the facebook channel um to my channel not your average podcast you can follow me on twitter i'll follow you back it's t estelle over there but yeah i'm getting out of here this is episode 177 we are sponsored by shot 143 that has not changed and like i always say y'all go bills and be someone smile today peace y'all Thank you for listening to Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with T and Mike every Saturday on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network.